0: Live. This is the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network's Campfire Cafe.
1: Danger came my way, taught me how to I tried to make her stay Take another drink
2: And I wrote her a song But she couldn't stay too long I'm here all alone Barely hanging on She called me her babe Held me close to her cheek And that cold November Speaking tongues I shouldn't speak She painted it so thick And quickly spun around Now I'm here all alone in my silent underground But an angel of mine Why must you shine Down in the darkness Here in this mine Won't you come back to me Haunt me in my dreams Till the end of my days Well, heaven knows I'll wait
1: Everybody loves and everybody hates. The beauty of the dark
3: pain you can't escape. You'd like to run away, but the truth is you can't leave. And the pain we must face, what was I meant to be? Bright-eyed angel of mine, why must you shine?
2: And light up the darkness down in the mine. Won't you come back to me? Hold me in my dreams. Till the end of my days Well heaven knows I'll way Bright angel of mine Why must you shine here in the darkness down in this mine won't you come back to me? Hold me in my dreams till the end of my days Heaven knows I'll way
0: Well, good Thursday morning from Nashville and Escalante. This is your host, Gary Holt, joining me in Albuquerque, New Mexico, our your host, Bobby Bell. Good morning, Bobby.
4: Good morning, Gary. How the heck are you?
0: Well, I'm doing great. Doing great. And by the <laughs> way, that was our good friend Ryan Murphy, along with Michael Barham, and his great song, Heaven Knows, from their latest CD. But, uh, yeah, I'm doing great. It's sunny where I am right now, and the temperatures are not too bad. We don't have any snow at all. So I'm feeling kind of lucky. How about wow. your one? It's always pretty in Albuquerque. I it's knew you were going to say that. Yeah, yeah. it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. That's just you
4: know, a land of enchantment. It's it's beautiful. <laughs> it
0: is the land of enchantment. It is. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah. we have we have got exciting shows coming up for you on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. And this Thursday show is absolutely no different. So we've got a great lineup.
4: Oh, who's joining us? Um, I'm so excited! I to, like I had a little brain freeze right there. <laughs> um, Carolyn Sills and Gerard Egan. Gerard's joining us for the very first time. Carolyn, we welcome back of the Carolyn Sills combo. Are standing by.
0: <laughs> All right, so it's going to be fun talking with this husband and wife combination, and uh, it's going to be a great time talking gerard for the very first time so we're looking forward to that and then on saddle up america in the next hour last week he got frozen out you know the weather was just absolutely horrendous down in texas but scott knutson is going to be joining us for the second hour and scott's died three times and come back so we may talk a little bit about that so you want to stay with us for saddle up america coming up in just about an hour But right now let's take a listen to a great song with Carolyn Seals Combo. It's one called Laureen. And when we come back, we'll be talking with Carolyn today on the Campfire Cafe.
4: We just heard Lorene by the Carolyn Sills Combo from their album Dime Stories Volume Two. Our special guests today, returning to Campfire Cafe, are Carolyn Sills and Gerard Egan, the founders of the Carolyn Sills Combo, winners of the twenty eighteen Ameripolitan Award for Western Swing Group and known for their signature spaghetti western swing style, the Carolyn Sills combo balances three-part vocal harmonies with dueling guitar and non-pedal steel with witty original songwriting. Good Times Magazine has this to say, Powerhouse Carolyn Sills is the real deal of throwback country music. She has enough soul, heart, style, and swag to convince audiences and listeners that they may have been transported to an era where country swing rules the waves, juke joints were the place to be, and heartache had a kick like a mule. About singing writer partner and guitarist Gerard Egan, Vintage Guitar Magazine has this to say, Gerard Egan can be counted on for hot country and rockabilly guitar. Please welcome to Campfire Cafe the founders of the Carolyn Sills Combo, who shared the stage with the likes of Asleep at the Wheel and Riders in the Sky, Gerard Egan and Carolyn Sills. Welcome, you guys.
5: All Uh, right. Thanks so much. Great to be here.
6: (laughs) Can we hire you to say that every morning when we wake up? That would be amazing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Good morning, guys.
2: I'd love to do that. (laughs) Good morning.
0: Good to have you with us. Gerard, good to have you with us for the first time. Great to be here. Thanks so much. Well, you're very welcome. So we are just about to wrap up the month of February, the month of love. So I've got to mm-hmm. ask, huh? was there anything special that you did for Valentine this year?
6: Aww. Well, actually, we, we went on a very special hike with our dog on Valentine's Day, and we actually got to see two hawks together. And two owls together. So we thought that was kind of nice on Valentine's Day to see some lovebirds in in the wild.
0: That is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I forgot to ask you, Bobby, did Jim do anything special for you for Valentine's?
4: Oh, he. you know, he treats me special every day. Every day Uh, is Valentine's Day in our house. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Way to go,
4: Jim. That's
0: wonderful. <laughs> uh oh, gosh. Points earned. Points earned. That yeah, is cool.
4: yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that is cool.
0: So we've asked a lot of our guests what's been going on with you guys with this uh with this coronavirus thing happening this past year.
6: Oh wow. Um do you want me to take that chart <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, well, it's, it's, it's been go for yeah, it. go ahead
5: been, uh, you know, like every every other band and musician, we've been kind of sidelined due to the coronavirus, but um, we have been working real hard on uh, writing a bunch of new material and, you know, playing uh, our instruments around the house, and uh, we've got easily a new albums worth of uh, <clears throat> new songs to record, hopefully sometime maybe the summer or fall, and yeah. um, just actually started getting together with the band uh, in the new year, rehearsing once a week, and uh, our friend has a a barn up in the, the redwood uh, forest here just outside of Santa Cruz. So a nice large yeah. space that we can all gather in and kind of socially distance while we're practicing together. And that's been uh, such a, a great thing to have back in our lives after a complete shutdown last March. So
2: right. you um, it feels like with things me in are the starting house. to pick up yeah. again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, you know- when we've talked to people, I think during this period of time, it really has given a lot of folks uh, the extra time to be able to do some writing. And I don't know about you, Bobby, but I'm going to be kind of excited to see the the flow of new problems that will be coming up uh, in the next few months because of this coronavirus thing. So that's pretty exciting.
4: Yes. Yeah, I agree with you. I think we're going to see yeah. a lot of new uh, a new product. Yeah. I think and
2: we need it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the last yeah. time
0: that we had you on, Carolyn, thank you just come out with Return to El Paso. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, man, that is such a such a good CD. And uh, one of my favorite songs on the CD. There's several of them that are favorites, but one of my favorite songs is the one we're going to get to right now, and it's one called Felina. Tell us how Return to El Paso came about.
6: Um, yeah, I'd be happy to. Um, Return to El Paso came about, I mean, like most people out there, we're big Marty Robbins fans and you know, always been inspired by his you know, original El Paso. And uh, it was actually one day I was just kind of thinking about that song and all the wonderful characters in it, and I feel like I always – was able to kind of picture it in my head, just kind of see the whole thing that went down at Rose's Cantina and the handsome young stranger and, you know, Marty walking through the door and taking out his gun. And, you know, it was so, so almost, you know, cinematic to me um, that I got the idea to how about we write a few songs, you know, kind of based on those characters, you know, give them a little backstory of their own, you know, give bring them a little bit more to life. And um, so we decided to do that. We wrote five songs kind of based on certain characters, you know, within Marty Robbins, El Paso that kind of. Provides a a backstory that, you know, we never strayed from Marty's original, you know, intentions. We're hoping, Uh, you know, we didn't change anything that happened, but just kind of adding a little more drama to it and uh, a little more, a little more history to some of these characters that have been in my head for so many years.
0: Oh, wow. Wow. Well, our audience is going to enjoy this. If they haven't heard it, this is Felina and this is the Carolyn Sills. We'll be right back in just a moment on the Campfire Cafe.
2: Oh, Felina, don't go to Roses tonight I got a feeling that cantina's do for a fight Oh, Felina, those men don't care that you're mine They only care that you're dancing one dime at a time Oh, Felina, I know we agree
4: Carolyn Sills combo and our guests today are Carolyn Sills and Gerard Egan. Welcome back, you guys. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. That is such a great song. So of course we are talking about to uh, return to El Paso that was released in well just pre-COVID, like late 2019 or so. 2019. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so one of the questions that I have is anytime you read anything about y'all, the term spaghetti western uh swing seems to be always somewhere in the article um and you really hear it in this album but why don't you just take a moment and tell us a little bit about what does that mean to you and where did it come from
5: yeah well the um you know the most obvious thing, the Western Swing side of it. Um, you know we've been big fans of Western Swing music for years and years, and one of the aspects we love about Western Swing, you know, the uh, old music from Bob Wills and and those folks, uh, is that it was so inclusive of so many uh, smaller or sort of uh, more specific genres, and kind of put in one big melting pot. You know, you would have elements of, uh, country music, fiddle breakdowns, polka, um, you know, big band jazz, blues, old cowboy songs, Hawaiian steel guitar, (laughs) you know, it was this big melting pot of different styles and genres that kind of became Western swing. And aside from the fact that we just love the sort of danceability and, and fun of music by guys like Bob Wills and Merle Travis and Hank Thompson, um, we could really relate to that idea of just kind of pulling little influences from all the different styles of music that we've come to love over the years. And, of course, you know, um, we didn't grow up in the 30s and 40s. Uh, we grew up when we grew up and had the influences that we did. So, you know, can't help but be uh, influenced by modern music as well. So uh, something about the Western swing, um genre kind of appeal to us just that we can kind of have our cake and eat it too, you know, Um, and the spaghetti Western side of it, I suppose is, is uh, just us being big, big fans of uh, particularly the famous Clint Eastwood man with no name trilogy. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the soundtrack uh, to all those films, the Ennio Morricone music is, is very Mm -hmm. much a important character uh, as much as Clint or any of the other guys on the screen. Uh, you know, the music really puts you in those films in a, in a specific way. So as soon as you hear that little uh, intro, the good, the bad, the ugly, Ooh. you're kind of
4: transported. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, and that music so. was kind of revolutionary for soundtrack, for, you know, film, Western film soundtrack, at least I think at the oh, time. Yeah. And that's one reason it's so captivating. Nobody ever heard music like that, you know, with bells right. and chor- that kind of chorus and whistling and just right. everything the that comes into yeah. that, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, try, yeah. Watching the,
6: try watching that last scene of uh, the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly on mute. It'd be like the most boring movie in the world. They're just staring <laughs> at each other for 10 minutes, you know, but as soon as you turn that soundtrack on, it builds and it builds, and the anticipation, it's like, I've never felt so moved by, you know, absolutely nothing happening on screen, but people staring at
2: each
6: other you know
5: yeah oh, yeah, absolutely. Gosh, that's very true now I you're so right bobby i mean um marconi was able to pull together you know orchestral elements um electric guitar and then all kinds of like these sort of bizarre elements like those kind of hoots and screams and whistles yeah. in the background yeah. and whatever it's like what are we really listening to it just sort of sounds like <laughs> uh,
4: you know that eerie yeah.
5: landscape that uh sergio leone put together for us
4: and, you know, you can hear it as an influence. I'll be watching, you know, some commercial will come on and uh, and it'll have, maybe it'll have a Western setting. It'll be very obvious, but not always, mm-hmm. and you'll, you'll, you hear the elements like right away. I'll look up cause it's like, Oh my gosh, what is that? You know? <laughs> <'Cause> right, right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's a barbecue ad, you know, or whatever. <laughs> right. I know that Gary has um, pulled a wonderful playlist for today. And I think um, Gary, shall we go to um, the next song you have is about jalapenos. And I thought maybe we'd ask Carolyn if do you, do you ever um, <laughs> cry when you're working with peppers? Ah, That is is based on a
6: true story. Yeah, I I do have a strange tendency to always um, forget that I just chopped jalapenos and then rub my eyes about a minute later. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm
2: -hmm. And so
6: it was actually a few years ago I I said that once to Gerard. You know, I'm not crying. I just rubbed jalapenos in my eyes. And I had it written down in a notebook for a good long while. um, And actually that line kind of launched the whole idea for our album, Return to El Paso. Um, That was actually the first song of the five that we wrote because I said to myself, so, you know, who would say this line, you know, like, and I was thinking, you know, a strong, you know, independent, you know, femme fatale, like, and and why would she be saying something like this? Well, maybe, you know, someone's breaking her heart, you know, but she's not going to give in, she's not going to show any weakness, and then I thought about, you know, characters in history that might be in that position, and it just kind of came to me that, you know, thinking about Felina sitting in that cantina, you know, maybe Marty Robbins' character had just Broken up with her, you know, maybe the handsome young stranger just broken up with her. So I was trying to find a way to kind of tie that all in, and, and, that, and there came our our album from it. So,
0: well, this is a great song. It's a fun song, and it's called "I'm Not Crying, I've Just Rubbed Jalapenos in My Eyes." We'll be back in just a moment <laughs> with Caroline <laughs> Gerard and Bobby Bell on the Campfire Cafe. <laughs> So and we we're talking with Carolyn Sills and Gerard Egan today on the Campfire Cafe. And uh, and it just hit me I had posted last week, it had popped up in my memories. Um, but it was a video with Steve Martin and the song mm. was El Paso in the background. Mm-hmm. It was right. <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking about? I and, sure uh, do. <laughs> yeah, and I just I just reshared it on my page so people can go back and look at that. That, that
6: oh, that's a classic. It was so
0: funny. Yeah, we we tried yeah. to do something similar,
6: but you're not allowed to rent monkeys anymore.
0: So <laughs> Oh gosh. But you know, and by the way, you guys have some of the greatest videos that people can look mm-hmm. at. And okay. and such unique uh topics that you cover. So how do you come up with all this? Who does that? Is that Carolyn or Gerard that comes up with these weird things?
5: <laughs> that's mostly my wife. She's she's the lyricist <laughs> and uh, the chief song architect. Uh, but you know, that's part of our creative the weird one. Is, yes. uh, <laughs> Well, I was just gonna say, part of our creative process is just sort of uh, getting out in the elements and outdoors and um, just bouncing ideas back and forth off each other. And that's one of the you know most wonderful things about playing music with uh, the person you love is just sharing life together and uh, generating goofy ideas together and thinking, oh, we should write a song about that. We should write a song about this or whatever. So <laughs> a lot of times those songs start as kind of just like a little joke idea and it sort of uh, builds from there, you know.
0: Well, you can tell you guys are having a ton of fun with what you do. And <laughs> uh, and so do we. We enjoy watching those videos and, and seeing what you come up with. So one of the times that you're on the show, Carolyn, Music from Dime Stories, and mm. um, this song is, I think, from Dime Stories. It's called "Let the Teardrops Fall." Tell us about this.
6: Oh yeah, well that's that's actually one uh, that we didn't write. That um, that was a tune that was sung by Patsy Cline back in the day. And what I loved about that song, uh, and I usually talk about this when we do our Patsy shows, like for me, Patsy had such a wonderful talent of singing. These super sad, you know, depressing lyrics, but in such like a happy, you know, uplifting way that if you weren't listening closely, you would never hear, you know, that uh, how sad the song actually is, you know, and that she's going through such heartache. So Let the Teardrops Fall, I think it's a wonderful example of that. If you listen to it, I'm sure you could, you know, find it anywhere you normally get your music, but it's such a fun, just peppy tune, uh, but it's, it's pretty dang depressing when you actually listen to what she's saying. So, <laughs> We we had the idea to do it you know a little differently you know maybe pay a little more tribute to the to the lyrics by putting it in a minor key and and changing it up a little bit so so we kind of took a fun song and, and made it more depressing for everybody. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, it is a fun song, and you enjoy <laughs> this. It. It's called it's called Let the Teardrops Fall.
4: From Dime Stories Volume 2 We're talking with Carolyn and Gerard Um, So this Band that you have put Together is remarkable and you've all Been together for a pretty long time Please tell us about Your band members
6: Oh it would be our absolute Pleasure yeah we're so lucky to have Met and gotten together with these folks In Santa Cruz Um, I think we've been Playing since what Charlie, like 2012 13 something like that Um,
5: Something like that yeah
6: yeah, we met Charlie and, uh, Joe
5: Wallace, our steel guitar player, first.
6: Mhm. Yeah, it's Charlie Joe on steel, and then uh, Jimmy Norris on the drums, and the beautiful Sunshine Jackson on vocals and percussion. And yeah, it was real organic, just how we met everyone. Um, you know, we, we moved to town in 2010 and started going to shows just to you know meet musicians and kind of get a lay of the land. And it all just kind of fell into place. You know, people introduced us, and um, you know, we actually started playing with the boys first on our first album um, and we called Sunshine in to do some backing vocals on that first record from 2013 because we knew her for some other bands and uh, we just had such a good time with her and she did such a wonderful job that you know we said well let's not stop here let's keep going so then we became a five piece and and the rest is in history just been such a blast touring the country
4: and writing and recording
6: with these people they're wonderful musicians and great folks too.
4: Yeah, and you um, you are really really fun on stage. Um, there's just such great synergy between between all of you, <laughs> and the music is wonderful to listen to. But you know, Gary and I are missing that live that live oh, component yeah. of you know, <laughs> and uh, and people get out and dance, don't they?
5: They really do. And that's I mean, for us, that's kind of uh, one of the biggest thrills about playing music is getting up on stage and, you know, creating a sound that encourages people to get out in the dance floor and have some fun. And in that sense, it's its very much a two way street. It's not just about the musicians on stage. It's uh, it's the audience, too. It's, it's the fun they're having feeds us and back and forth, you know, the, the better we play, the more they dance and the more they dance, the better we play, that kind of a thing. And Mm -hmm. uh, again, getting back to that kind of Western swing kind of sound, I mean, that was that was party music back in the day and people were there to have a good time on a Friday, Saturday night and dance. And uh, that's that's what really inspires us. Uh, It's just, you know, it's it's good time kind of music.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And um, of course, you know me, I'm always looking at what you all are wearing. And um <laughs> Carolyn, I think you had something very special made for um the return to El Paso. And Gerard, oh, yeah. I know you have an affinity for embroidered shirts. Um <laughs> do you wanna do you wanna tell us anything about the Carolyn Sills combo style? Oh, I'm just so honored you think we have style.
6: That's wonderful. <laughs> i definitely. I think Gerard should take this one. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a
5: funny thing. I mean, uh, that that's part of the fun for us too is uh, is uh, having a little bit of fun on stage with what we wear and that sort of thing. I feel like it. It's one thing to kind of go out there in jeans and a t shirt or something, but um, you know, when I was a kid and I first started getting into kind of older music, roots music, the some of the first. Um, kind of guitar-oriented music that really caught my ear was was blues music and in particular this guy Albert King and uh, he had some quote about you know you should always look uh, like you're just kind of like a step above the audience on stage you know so if they're wearing suits you're wearing a tuxedo that kind of a thing so I kind of kept that in the back of my mind and it's always nice to, to dress for the occasion for the gig but nothing wrong with looking a little sharp too I feel like it uh it gives uh, people a feeling like they're they're really there to see something special, and you know, obviously the people on stage are um, taking the music seriously, maybe not taking themselves seriously too much, but uh, you know, I think uh, we like to entertain, and that's kind of the name of the game. And in terms of live music, is is showing people a good time so they can, you know, get out on a, a weekend night and, and have some fun. And, Look at some uh, some well-dressed musicians on stage. Thanks to Miss <laughs> Bobby Jean. I got yeah, pick, so.
6: <laughs> our personal wardrobe consultant. That's uh, right.
5: You
4: know,
6: our
4: just, that. just, a, just occasionally, because you're just so fun, you know. Um, <laughs> it's just so fun to see. I love looking back at pictures of y'all. And, um, you know, so my, my eye just goes like, oh, that's a band we could know and love. <laughs> Oh. Oh, I, does
5: I does go to my like? closet oh, now and I, pretty... I just think, Well, Bobby Jean, Bobby Jean, this shirt Bobby right? Jean. <laughs>
4: well, and you had a um a special dress uh that you had made for yeah. Return to El Paso. and yeah, I couldn't a... find a really good photo of it for some reason. But you want to just take a quick moment and tell us what was special about that dress?
6: Oh, I'd love to. Yeah, I can definitely send you some pictures. That was actually embroidered by the fabulous Tina Vines, um, who has a company called Vines of the West. And I asked her if there's any way she could embroider a, a silhouette of Marty Robbins on a dress for me. And she didn't even skip a beat. And um, she made this beautiful dress uh, that had embroidered Marty Robbins like all around the bottom of the, of the skirt. So uh, I like to think it's a one of a kind out there. And um, mm-hmm. I'm just kind of an honor to to have, I mean that that silhouette is so iconic, and you know we paid tribute to it on the cover of our record, and um, yeah, it's just it was just such a blast to put that on, and you know just feel like a million bucks, you know having Marty clinging to my my
4: kneecaps. So. <laughs> uh <laughs> oh, okay. it was. What's her name again? It was Tina Vines, right? Tina mm-hmm. Vines. Yeah, Vines of the West is her
6: is her uh-huh. company. Yeah, she I does like amazing that. like uh, stitching and embroidery work. Yeah,
0: I like it. I like. Well, let's get to another song from the CD, "Return to El Paso." This is called "The Ranger." Uh, Anything you'd like to tell us about this?
6: Yeah, uh, this is actually so. It's another, you know, perspective from one of the characters. And if you remember, at the end of uh, Marty Robbins' "El Paso," you know, the 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 narrator—we like to call him Marty—but the narrator, you know, goes out the back door and he flees for the Badlands of New Mexico and uh, on his way back into town because he just can't take it anymore being away from Felina, you know, he sees mounted cowboys coming after him. So we wrote this song from the perspective of one of those mounted cowboys
2: who was the
6: shooter who eventually shot Marty off his horse, you know, at the end of the song that leads to to his passing in Felina's arms. So it's kind of a retelling of the end of Marty Robbins' El Paso, but from the perspective of that shooter.
0: Let's take a listen to the Ranger. We'll be back and talk more with Carolyn and Gerard in just a moment today on the Campfire Cafe.
2: He was far riding southward just outside New Mexico. From the Badlands he was racing back to life in El Paso. He left Bolina standing or a man who breathed no more. Fire in the bullet
0: and gerard egan today on the campfire cafe i just got a email from a listener in germany and they wanted to know how the two of you met so oh gerard
5: you remember gerard (laughs) sure well we have to go back (laughs) to the last century here back in uh 1999 i was a guitar player in one band and uh Carolyn was a singer in another band, and, uh, you know, I just, uh, I had a thing for female singers, who doesn't, you know, and uh, <laughs> what it actually ended up happening was, uh, at that point in my life, this was when I was, uh, gosh, 19, 20 years of age or so, and uh, I was a huge Stevie Ray Vaughan fan, and at that point, yeah. I would buy kind of like any CD or record that had his name on it, even if it was just one song or something, I was just sort of obsessed uh, so one day I was thumbing through the records at my local store, and I came across an album in the Stevie Ray Vaughan section by a woman named Luann Barton, who I had never heard of at that point. Uh, but it, it was called Sugar Coated Love, uh, 16 songs featuring Stevie Ray Vaughan. So I, I didn't even look at it. I just went up to the cashier and paid for it and um, went home and was listening to it. And uh, I thought to myself, wow, this Luann gal sounds so much like uh, this Carol and Souls I've been seeing around. So um, I approached Carolyn and and mentioned the record to her and my my love of Stevie Ray Vaughan. And as it turned out, she was also a huge fan of Stevie and uh, more so than even most of my guitar buddies. I mean, she knew more about Stevie than my other guitar geek friends and stuff. So we initially just started hanging out, um, you know, bonding over music and became friends. And that just sort of quickly developed from there. And uh, we decided to Mm -hmm. move to. Brooklyn together, actually. We lived there for almost 10 years and started playing music together before wow. uh, moving up to California in 2010. So it, it really uh, it was a love affair born out of uh, love of music
0: initially. Mm-hmm. Wow. 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 So how many yeah, years now together?
6: Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> well, we've been married.
0: Almost.
5: Yeah, it's been uh, 10. over 10 years in marriage and almost what, 21 years being together? Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: wow. Wow! Yeah. met
5: when wow. we
2: were five years old. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 well, I hope that answers it for our friend in Germany, but that's, that is that yeah, is pretty thanks cool.
2: thanks for
0: asking. That is pretty cool. So this morning, I went through and I picked out all of these songs a few days ago, but this morning I was just kind of going back through and listening to some of the songs that we had scheduled for today. My five-year-old grandson came into the kitchen and he... Lamp, and he said Play some music And so I played this next song For him And he just absolutely loved it It's one called Hold Your Horses So yeah, uh, yeah so let's share this with our audience And we'll be back and talk more With Gerard and Carolyn In just a moment on the Camp Cafe.
2: Hold your horses i
4: the fabulous album Return to El Paso that everybody needs to have in their musical library. And This has been so much fun. I know we have time for I think maybe one more song at the very end. So we want to make sure everyone knows how to find you how to buy this music once you get traveling again where they can see the schedule give us the scoop where do they go oh certainly so we have a
6: website which is real simple dot and you can get all info there you know you can also find us you know the carolyn phil's combo on facebook and instagram um and we love hearing from people just like uh, whoever wrote in from germany we appreciate that if you're out there and like our music, you know, drop us a line, send us an email, or, or a note on social media, and you know I think this is all about connecting with people that like this kind of music, and, and we'd love to hear from folks.
0: Well, and I was just wondering, uh, you said you've had time to do some writing, so uh, mm-hmm. do, you have a, do you have a date schedule for the album? Uh, we at don't
6: this have a point. date. We'll uh, be. Uh,
5: getting into the studio this summer, maybe this fall. Um, so definitely something maybe within the next year or so, but uh, we're just putting the kind of finishing touches on some of the songs now, rehearsing with the band and uh, actually looking forward to doing some live stream shows uh, that will be available on the internet uh, probably like about a month from now or so. Um, so, you know, it feels like things are starting to get back to normal at least a little bit. Um uh,
0: well, I know we'll all be happy to see that happen again. Hey, I, I, are yeah. you still doing your are you still doing your radio show? If I recall, you were doing a radio show for Uh, we were. Uh,
2: yeah, no, We haven't done that since COVID. We got kind of
0: sidelined from that too, but... mm-hmm. okay. All right. Yeah. Well, you guys are so talented. You are so much Aww. fun to have on the show. And uh and don't wait too long on the new album because we want to have you come back with us. You know, maybe sooner than the next year or two. Know, oh, we'd love what it. am oh, saying?
6: Sure. Yeah, we'll get it out as soon as we can. I promise.
0: Yeah, and Carolyn, you can bring Gerard back with you again. That would be okay.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh good. Good.
6: I,
0: I have to touch Gerard, that. you're
2: not fired. Good job.
0: Oh, uh, gosh. Well, you guys have been absolutely great. You've been a ton of fun to have with us today. We've been talking with Gerard Egan and Carolyn Sills of the Carolyn Sills Combo. And be sure and visit their website visit them on all social media and uh, and get connected and uh and you can ask some more questions about their personal life like how they met each other <laughs> so that'd be a lot of fun
2: <laughs> but it, it.
0: we we want to close out this segment with another great song it's called who can i count on and uh, we'll be back in just a moment you guys thank you so much for being with us today
2: oh thank, thank you both so much I really appreciate the yeah one two
0: three B
2: Heaven. Your love was sweet and gentle from the start But now it seems that I can't go on living If living means we'd have to live apart Who can I count on if I can't count on you?
4: There
2: goes my happiness and here comes the blues
0: Now let's take a listen to a song from Richard Eloy and Steve Wade. It's called Saddle Up and Ride.
1: I can see it in your eyes. There's no way you can disguise You're staring out there at the hills And wondering what's beyond the rise One thing is perfectly clear Nothing I can say will keep you here You won't be satisfied Until you saddle up and ride. Yes, I knew it from the start You always had a restless heart Sometimes the wind can blow you in Sometimes it just blows you apart One thing is perfectly clear Nothing I can do will keep you here You won't be satisfied Until you saddle up and ride when you go
0: Gary Holt, joining me in Albuquerque as my co-host, Miss Bobby Jean Bell, and we are going to welcome right now to the show a good friend, Mr. Scott Knutson. Last week he got frozen out. He's one of those Texas cowboys that got into that snowstorm down there. So, Scott, glad you're with us today and warm up a little bit. I hope.
7: Absolutely, Gary Bobby. Thank you so much for having me on the show. And, and I'm sorry I didn't make it last week. Um, I'm glad Elizabeth McCall and Ashley Avis took care of it and uh, the great <laughs> ladies. And, and I definitely want to thank the first responders and the electrical uh, teams working, you know, trying to help us out. But, uh, man, we had a backup plan to be on the show. You know, I gave you my word and I, I couldn't wait to be on Man, it's an honor to be on the show. And well, I was gonna, here was my strategy. I was going to jump the pasture fence, and I had some firefighter friends of mine, and there's electrical lines down. I was going to ride on the fire truck to the fire station and call you, and it was laid out perfect until the cell service at the fire station went out, and they were having to use radios, and that's when it all oh, fell gosh. apart, so oh, I, I appreciate y'all and, and Elizabeth and Ashley for sure, but.
0: Well, we're to glad to have you. Glad to have you with and you. Ashley, this was great, and, uh, and we look forward, I think Ashley made your for Rendezvous in Utah, maybe later in the oh, year. Oh, wonderful. So. Yeah, wonderful. but, uh, yeah, and uh, uh, anyway, great to have you with us, and uh, the snow is melting and things are warming up,
7: Correct. It is warming up a little bit. The snow has gone. Um, still no power or water, but um, oh, we've nice. got generators, so we're working through wow. that. Um, parts of the community are... You know are worse off some are better off but uh you know it's it's what we do in our industry you know the agricultural industry we just pull together yeah. and, you know I, I look out, out in the the barn man I got somebody's chainsaw somebody's you know everybody's boring everything else you know we're just <laughs> throwing over the fence because but uh but uh, everything's getting better you know for
0: sure oh gosh well that's great that is great so yeah. anyway I wanted to ask you because I think last Week, I had kind of plugged the fact that you have died three times, but you're still here.
2: <laughs> so
7: what
0: you was, know, what's I, the I, deal?
2: I
7: have, you know. And I, you know, I don't know if I'm just careless or they don't want me up there, but um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, I, I just, uh, you know, I've been blessed. We've done so many things, and, and, and none of those we were acting silly on. It was just, you know, it just happened. And, you know, uh, it, it's really, you know, it, it's crazy. It's, I guess it's good it happened and all the other injuries because it gets people talking and then they can see you overcome and you inspire. I hope that's kind of the goal and and uh, you know like with the lightning it, it we weren't doing anything it wouldn't rain it just it traveled and there's a name for that kind of bolt that travels 15 miles and it hit us and and uh, we recovered and we embraced it and that became the brand of our horses and our trucks, it trailers, our business, Lightning cave <laughs> And uh, you know, I just I felt it was important not to run away from the problem or something like that. And that spot doesn't intimidate us. We don't walk around it, you know. We we just uh, it brought the family close together, and it let me talk to more people. So
0: yeah, well, for our audience around the world, for the audience around the world, describe what happened when that lightning struck the first time.
7: So when the lightning struck, it was my daughter's one year birthday. And my wife had brought her down to the barn, and I, I pulled up to the barn, and, we're, you know, horses are around us, you know, just normal blessed day. And, and uh, it was raining about 15 miles. It was sunny where we were, and there was a lightning bolt that traveled across the sky and, and uh, went in front of my wife and messed up her eyes and ears a little bit, but she's better. And it went in my head and out my left hand. And oh, wow. I was holding my one-year-old baby in my left hand, so it wrapped around her. I was the ground. And wow. the house is about three or four hundred yards away, and it popped the water sprinklers out of the backyard, and, and it caused a lot of like TVs blew up four hundred yards away, and Goodness. and uh, it it was, it was incredible. And um, at first we didn't believe it; our minds had to reset. It was kind of like the old days when you unplug a TV and plug it back in, the fuzzies, and, yeah. and uh, mm-hmm, we lost mm-hmm. the memory, you know. But after a while, we, we got well, and and uh, we just kept going, you know, and. Uh, Learned a lot about lightning strikes and a lot of the people that helped you through that. And uh, appreciate them to this
0: day, for sure. Mm, 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 mm. That is absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Well, we're glad you survived. Glad you survived. I appreciate it. You're with us here today. So let's talk a little bit about what all you are involved in. Because now you're a rancher, you raise horses, you've done rodeo in the past. Yes, sir.
7: Yes, sir. Mm hmm That's right. You know, I I did do some rodeo. I I grew up, you know, I'm a fifth generation. Uh, I've been around the ag industry and horses, you know, forever. And uh, I just love it so much. And, you know, I always respected the horse, you know. I mean, they provide livings for families and won wars, and they rehabilitate people. So I just always wanted to be around them as much as I could. I figured I'd learn a lot more from them than they do for me for sure. Right. I, I really focused on that, and then it just—I've had a few other opportunities to do the TV thing, and I kind of liked it. I did some clinics, and I focused on the horse where it should be. But over the last few years, just opportunities kind of started. And I was speaking at some universities. We started doing our online show. Now we're writing for a magazine, and we got to judge the uh, Equus International Film Festival last year. And there were yeah. so many great movies from all over, like Wild Horse Wild Ride, and there was just. Uh, there was so many. It was just incredible experience. So we're getting to do that and we're talking to some networks now about a couple of different ideas for some shows and uh just really blessed and just meeting so many great people.
0: Well, when I talk to uh when I talk to your PR lady, uh Elizabeth yeah. she Elizabeth yeah, and she's a wonderful gal. As a matter of fact, I think she's coming to rendezvous in September. So we're looking forward to awesome. her. Yeah, so now I'm telling you that because you may want to drift out that way yourself, but anyway. Absolutely. um, Yeah, so she was talking about the fact that you were in Fort Worth back in January for the Extreme Mustang Makeover, and that you had uh, been connected with Heritage, the Mustang, for a while. So how did all that come about?
7: You know, it just worked out great. Um, they're based in Georgetown, Texas, and I'm originally from Georgetown. And it just kind of all came together kind of sudden-like, and they were they, – it was during the Fort Worth Rodeo, and they had the extreme makeover, and then they had the, the first time the celebrity freestyle. And we started right. talking, and they were like, why don't you come up and be with Heritage for three days and just go meet people, just ride in the arena, ride outside the arena – and and do that and it was such a awesome experience i've I've been blessed to ride a lot of different breeds of horses and that was my first time for three full days with a a mustang Mustang. and well with yes and with his iq it was just incredible he was so by the end of it man he was bowing for the kids and i was taking the mom's cameras while the baby would you know, or the young person would pet his nose and taking it from the horse, the saddle of the horse, and really engaging them. And and I think when they got to the meet Heritage, all the, they just fell in love with him, just like I did. And it was a great yeah. experience, a great time. And it went by too fast; those so three days just flew by. And uh, man, that 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 whole association doing some great things.
0: Well, they really are, and uh, and and uh, of course, a plug that. Uh, rendezvous 2021 both east and west uh, raising money for jennifer O'Neill's uh Glade farm uh, they do work with the ptsd and raising money for the mustang heritage foundation to help place these mustangs in homes so uh you can visit our website equestrianlegacy.net and find out more about that we may talk a little bit more about it a little bit later but you were there and uh so you got your Mustang yet? Uh,
7: we we actually are looking at two of them, and we're going to go through the program to get them. Um, we were also talking to some ladies. Yeah, definitely, we are.
0: Good, 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 good. Well, I think I'm going to go with a with a with a burro. I think I'm with a Are you there. really awesome? I think so. I oh. think so. Yeah, I can't can't let my walking horses go, but. I go with the burrow, but, um, all right. So we've got a lot to talk about with you and we're going to take a real quick break and listen to a song by the cowboy way. called We're all cowboys. We're going to come back and talk with this cowboy about some of the different things he's doing. And, uh, Bobby Bell is going in because I know she has checked Mr. Scott out thoroughly as well. But right now, let's take a listen to that song. We'll come back and talk more with Scott Knutson, our very special guest today on Saddle Up America.
3: He throws
2: a 60-foot reality. That's too much rope for me. There's buckaroos and punchers. Lots of different names. How you wear it and we're cowboys just the same.
4: Doug Figs, Jim Jones, and Mario Funk just gave us "We're All Cowboys" from their newest CD, doing what we do, and that featured Doug Figs on vo- on uh, lead vocal. And we're talking with Scott Knutson, the cowboy entrepreneur. We're so happy that you joined us today on Saddle Up America. So, Scott, um, I was bopping around all over the web trying to learn a little bit more about you, and I found a whole bunch of videos. Um, that you do. They're about, oh, I don't know, maybe half hour or so in length, and you chat with folks like Robin Hutton, who's been a guest on this show, Um, a gal that was with um, Wood Underwear, I think. um, Very interesting. Uh, Tell us about that video series and also how people can find them because they're very interesting.
7: Oh, thank you, Bobby. So we just started our new YouTube channel. It's Cowboy Entrepreneur, and we have them on there. We also have them on our other social media platforms, but uh, we're really making a focus on YouTube now um, with our new channel. And and we we love doing the shows. And I learn so much when I get to do them. And and Robin was great. And and, and with Teresa with Wood Underwear, that's a, that's a new. Uh, I'm a brand ambassador for them, and it was such an honor. And and I think in our industry, it's great to branch out. And it's you know luxury under- undergarments for men, but they. It was so much fun, and they started this business with this passion. And and you know, I'm learning about their industry, and now they're learning about our industry. And and uh, that was that that uh, show. And you know, we've done one with Stefan Peters, the four-time Olympian, and Ada Gates Patton. And you know, I want to I want to bring people or get people to get to know these 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 incredible people all over our industry, and and sometimes outside the industry, like Teresa that when you're outside of outside of it a little bit you look at them you're like man how did they do that and and there's no ladder to success it's kind of like the hill country our roads over here you know it's it's to the right and left it switches back it goes down it goes back up but eventually you stay on the road you get there and that's what they've done and i love telling their stories because it inspires me and that's what i hope the shows do i hope it inspires some people and maybe they learn something about them and and uh I love that passion part of what we do and doing the show.
4: Well, there's another one. What's in your truck? Um, that was kind of fun. <laughs> do you, do you, do you see some of these like, like that as kind of a reoccurring um, theme? It, it's so interesting just, you know, what you envision for the future for this.
7: Well, thank you. And you know, we're, t- so we're talking to some networks now and, and that's really exciting. And where, where that came from was somebody that fought where you know, we're so blessed. We're in 27 countries now. I think that follow us, and and it came from somebody else. And they just said, Hey, what's in your truck? What's in a cowboy's truck? And I was like, mm-hmm. Here, Here's what's in it. And then we had somebody <laughs> ask, Can we ride a horse to your place? So I I ponied up. I got a horse. and I ponied him up and and dallied up to my saddle. Uh, you know, dallied up to my saddle. I put a camera on the on the uh, saddle horn, and we went for a ride through the ranch, and then we posted it. And you know, that way people that don't experience what what we get to do every day, they get some of that. And hopefully it encourages people to want to do more of it and bring more people in our industry. And yeah, we have fun. you know, at the end of the day, it's about having fun, inspiring and, and just doing what's right. <laughs> and that's what we want to do, you know. We want to laugh and enjoy our day.
4: It seems like um this year with with COVID, um, causing so many folks to just sort of stop dead in their tracks and then they've they've looked around and they've figured out how to kind of pull themselves up and keep going and it seems like you certainly had a non-stop year and um you've been incredibly productive do you have any do you have any wonderful words of wisdom for folks that are maybe still coming into 2021 and feeling a bit bedraggled and um and what would you suggest they do to keep themselves going
7: absolutely um you know that's a great question because everybody couldn't wait to get out of 2020 and we got in 2021 and uh, we haven't (laughs) had power or water for three weeks so (laughs) you know but i I don't (laughs) so i don't know every day is going to have challenges but it's just if you learn from them and you get through the day and 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 uh you know, it, it during 20 – right before COVID, we, we had a show that was going to go into the network, and it happened where they, were, they stopped production, and heck, that's okay. We, it wasn't meant for that place. It was going to be somewhere else, and we, we didn't get sad about it. You know, it, it was just a little roadblock, and we were traveling a lot, doing the expos and, and, and getting to talk all over the place. I love that, and then – it changed, and we had to learn how to zoom, and we had to learn how to uh, be, you know, a different technology, which isn't bad. It, it was great because when it does open up, if I can put both of them together, it's just going to make us better. And, and I'll tell you something that I, I thought was so important. The other day, I was talking to one of the firefighters, and he was like, you know, and they, they were doing ranch wellness checks and checking on people because it, it's been pretty, pretty, pretty crazy. And they were like, yeah. you know, it didn't matter how big a house or how big a barn or how fancy a row, whether it's paved or caliche or red granite, it didn't matter. It was the attitude of the people if they were going to survive or not. And unfortunately, some people didn't survive, but they, if, they, if they pulled up and they were, they were grinning through, crying, and if they were you know, somewhat positive and they had a plan, they were going to be okay. And if they were negative and like, why does it keep icing over and why is this happening? It was a lot harder on them. And I think that's the way it is every day. You know, and I think you just look for it. And I think that's the injuries and all that other mess that I've had. It's helped me get to that other level where uh, hopefully it inspires Like, man, he went through that. I can do that. If that knucklehead can do it, I sure can do it.
0: That's all we want. Oh, <laughs> uh, gosh. Um, well, let me ask you a little bit about, about the Cowboy Entrepreneur deal. So what is that?
7: Okay, so Cowboy Entrepreneur, I love business. And, and uh, I, I think there's so much great about business, and I love the ag industry. And our industry is so huge. Um, you know, American Horse Council, I, I, I was able to talk – I did a talk through Zoom during COVID for them. And our industry is so great, and there's so many small businesses that if we focus on them and we lift them, they're just going to get stronger. And then if we can bring other people into our industry, which we have to do to keep it going forward – is you know respect the past, but we got to innovate for the future. So we got to do both, and it's a fine line. But we can do that, you know. And that's what that's kind of where it came from is is being Western. And you don't have to be able to train a horse. You can take pictures. You can do shows. You can edit. You can. It's a big industry, and right. it's, it's a welcoming industry. And I had some um, interns from Cal Poly. They we did some shows out in L.A. after an expo, and they'd never been exposed to horses before. Ever anything in the Western, and they were walking around like everybody is so nice and we love the horses. And now they're going to start working on doing documentaries that graduate next year for horses. Oh, and they're going wow. to do ph- photography for horses. And we had another intern that she'd never been around horses, loved to dance, and she said, I just want to be around them. She made the rodeo team at a major university, and, and just a few, she had that natural instinct. And it, wow. that's what it's about. It's about bringing people into the industry and also giving the business tools uh, that's needed to stay in the industry and stay vibrant and stay relevant.
0: Wow. So what is what is next for Mr. Scott?
7: You know, it's to meet as many people and talk to as many people as possible because that's, that's how I learn. And, and, you know, we're, like we say, we're talking to some networks about a show. Um, our cowboy entrepreneur, the social media show is is doing great. We're just going to keep expanding that. I think we have five or six planned out for the next few months and okay. uh, hopefully get back on the road talking and, and, and uh, getting to meet people that way. But, you know, in, in a way during COVID and Bobby, this kind of goes back to what you were saying. It was, I, I love to meet people face to face, eye to eye, shake their hand. That's where I, I grew up, but doing it through zoom it's it's actually it's in a way if you let your mind think this way it's it's more of a relationship based because all of a sudden you're in your living room you're in their living room and they can see what you have on your shelf where maybe the other way it wouldn't happen.
0: <laughs> <You know? laughs> I may not I mean, want them those. to see what's on my shelf. Come to think of it,
7: <laughs> uh, just the, kidding. The green screen, green screen.
0: <laughs> there you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yep. There you go. Absolutely. Well, one of the things that this is is it has expanded the audience for so many people, whether it be through music or whether it be through the horse business or other uh, businesses. And it's expanded the audience more people to, to be exposed to what's being done. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I do
7: too. Thank you. Thank I you so much. I think that is
0: pretty cool. So, uh, how yeah. can they find you? I know that do public speaking. You do speaking at schools and at expos. How can they find you?
7: If they just go to cowboyentrepreneur.com, they can see our website. If they contact Elizabeth McCall, her number's on there. I think my email and phone number might be on there. Um, They can get us. Uh, All our social media has our numbers. They have Elizabeth's, and and, uh, they can talk to us about coming and talking or doing possibly a show, and and, uh, it's real easy to get us. You know, we want to be found. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: gosh! Well, that's a good thing. That is a good thing to be Absolutely. found. But, but anyway, you're Absolutely. an interesting guy, and um, we didn't talk that much about the rodeo business. We kind of skipped through that. So, what what did you do in rodeo?
7: Man, I love it. I, you know, I kind of felt like that before we got on the show. I felt like I was about to drop in the shoot, man. I was so excited to talk to <laughs> y'all. Um, <laughs> I, I told my wife, you know, I said, man, I kind of feel like I'm about ready to drop down in one. And i like, are you nervous? So I said, it, no, I'm was excited. Was it Bulls,
0: Bronx? What did you do?
7: I did. I did bareback, and I did some Bulls and roped, and I loved it so much, you know. Unfortunately, after the lightning and the nine concussions, there's some of that. I just don't remember. Um, yeah, but – I remember mm. being on the road some with a friends and, and I'm not sad about it or down about it, you know. I just gotta make new memories to fill those spots. Um but I love that. And uh you know, my my grandparents' rodeo, they all roped and my nephew's team roped, and my dad calf roped and it's just been in the industry and they were smarter, they handled the rope, you know, and I did the other right. stuff. But now I'm roping and I love team roping and uh love that sport.
0: Well, but, uh, you there's know so many other great sports too. Yeah wise friends like Dave Stamey, for one, said it's much easier to sing and perform than it was to ride wild horses, you know.
2: It's much easier to fall <laughs> Absolutely. off.
0: So, yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. so much easier to do a TV I, show I or it. speak to a crowd. Yeah. Yeah.
7: Absolutely. But, you know, and I still get some of that adrenaline rush. We train our own horse. I used to train for anyone and all different uh, breeds. And actually, when we first started training horses, my wife and I, this was at the lean years, and we'd get in the, to the truck and throw a saddle in the bed and get some sandwiches in the bag. And we'd go down the road, and ranch after ranch, we'd just train horses, and the next day do it again. And it'd be, wow. you know, it, it could it could be a quarter horse, an Appaloosa, a hunter-jumper, and a thoroughbred rescue, and on. And it, it taught me so much, just riding different disciplines and the way the different ranches were set up and dealing with different owners. And uh, it just started from there, and then I became a professional horseman with AQHA. And and I I got to speak a little bit. But I still got to ride a lot at the house. I loved it. I started showing horses. We sorted pen. We did pretty much everything. We love it. And yeah. being on the road. But um, we still raise horses. I'm, I trained my own horses. So we got to ranch raise horses. And uh, I, so I still get that adrenaline rush of working with horses. And you know, it always changes. It always changes. Well, it
0: is. It is. And there's nothing as much fun as, as working with horses and, or I've said this many times, if you've had a bad day, just to get out with a curtain, a brush and start on them and everything just goes away. You feel much better.
7: Oh my gosh. You're right. You're so right. I mean, they didn't know there was COVID going on.
0: No, they, they didn't no care.
7: Idea. You go down to the yeah. barn, and they—they they didn't say anything about COVID. You know, they just want to be fed. They want to be loved. They want to be—you know—spend some time with you. You know, and that's—that's that's the great part about the horse. You know, and uh, it, you know, there's no magic wand to it. it. It's just listening to them, and they'll tell you. You know, they'll tell you everything you need to know. And and uh, you know, I compare it to going down a highway in your truck at 80 miles an hour, and you got a thousand people around you, and everybody's going fast. And there's only four or five signals. You can still maneuver down the highway. It's the same thing with one horse. It's four or five keys. You know, just break right. it down simple so I can understand it and it works out.
0: Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, Scott, you are a ton of fun to have on the show. And uh, May- s- stay out of lightning storms.
2: <laughs> I will. <laughs> I sure will.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, gosh. Any words of Man. wisdom that you'd like to? us with
7: man I, gary and bob i just appreciate y'all just having me on the show it, it's just it's just such a blessing and and especially the timing of this is just so wonderful and uh, i really appreciate it a lot and you know i think the words of wisdom i, I don't know if i have any wisdom i've never been accused of that but <laughs> I, I have a lot of words <laughs> And I just, you know i just love our industry so much i think there's so many great people in it And uh, it's just enjoying it every day, every single day, whether it's a Monday morning or a a Sunday night, it doesn't really matter if you're enjoying it. And and that's kind of the goal, and find somebody that inspires you and and hang on to them.
0: All right. Well, I'm going to tell folks they need to check out the the YouTube channel. Is that just listed Cowboy Entrepreneur?
7: It, It sure is. It's just Cowboy Entrepreneur, our website, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. So we're all, right. all over the place,
0: and we love it, man, so much. All right. Well, you have been a lot of fun. I hope to meet you in person somewhere down the road. Maybe, maybe even in 20. Maybe. Come to Rendezvous. We'd love to have you join us. We'd love to have yeah. you join us.
7: Yeah, that's such gonna a gonna great a
0: y'all are doing. Yeah, well, we appreciate that. Well, you have been a ton of fun, Scott, and look forward to having you back again in the future, maybe catching up and seeing what's going on when this COVID thing kind of eases up a little bit on everybody and uh wish you great success with the projects that you have. And maybe we'll see you on some kind of a network show. That'd be cool. It'd
7: be great. It sure will be. And Hey, I want to thank y'all both for having us on and thank you for what you do for the industry.
0: Well, you're very, very welcome. Look forward to having you back with us. So we're going to close out Absolutely. this segment with a song. My wife picked out this song yesterday. She said, I love Darren Little. And so uh, we're going to do his cowboy standard time and come back and talk with Bobby Bell in just a minute. Scott, thanks so much for being with us.
7: Hey, thank you all very much.
3: These old cow nursing jobs come and go just like breezes through the day. And how their bed broke. For- Cowboy standard time I've been 10 broken Denver Out of my mind in Santa Fe Rolled on through San Antonio It's wonder that I'm still here today
0: Today.
4: Oh, yeah. What a great show. It was
0: a fun show. So it was great to have Gerard with us for the very first time and to have Carolyn back. And then uh, I don't know if we've had a more enthusiastic guest than Scott
4: Knutson. <laughs> <laughs> I liked his definition of uh, like getting on the shoot. Uh, uh, you know, he connected his his excitement to being, getting ready to go, you know, to go into a rodeo competition. And uh, I thought that was really great fun. <laughs> it is a little like that. You know, you and I have the, the blessing to interview people. We're kind of rarely on the other side of it. And, you know, this is something we do and we prepare and we love it. You know, when you're on the other side, it I forget about how exciting it can, you know, how it can really be. So that was really fun that he shared that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. But it, but it was. It was a ton of fun to have these folks with us today. So I uh, appreciate taking their time to join us and to share with our worldwide audience. And, uh, yeah, so we look forward to it. Who do we have on next week? I've, I'm kind of blank.
4: Uh, we have Alex Dormont back um,
0: with right. the Hot Texas right. Swing
4: Band. We've got quite a lineup for March, and you know he was just with us, um, uh, but his newest, the the Hot Texas Swing Band's brand new CD, was not really quite out yet, and we are going to have a great time with him. Um, another gentleman dealing with hardships in Texas right now, so I know he's going to have some some Texas stories to share with us as well. So yeah,
0: yeah, that's yeah, nice.
4: all, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. all of our friends in Texas have had a tough time for the most part. There, there are few areas that were hit by this storm and, but that for the most part, it was tough. It was tough. I got tickled. I've got a, I've got a uh, nephew that lives in trophy club, Texas. And so when this thing started, he took his family and went to Colorado and went skiing for the entire period. And uh, yeah, unlike unlike Senator Cruz, who headed Cancun. But uh, anyway, we won't get into that. We won't get into that. So what's going on? You're, you've got a, a deal that you're doing for the Mustang Heritage Foundation. We talked about them a little bit earlier, but you've got a Mustang yeah that heritage. um
4: that will uh wrap uh that's through our hero collection purchases made through the hero collection men women and home decor um a percentage of those uh, sales uh, will be donated to mustang heritage foundation through the last day of february which is can you believe it the 28th is wow. sunday i think wow and then we're into wow. march um, and so, yes, and you can just, um, go to our website at westshop.com and, uh, right on the home page you can scroll down and just click shop now for the hero collection. That'll get you into about 1200 products. If that feels a little overwhelming, then you can shop under ladies, men's and home decor by hero collection. That, that can be a little bit simpler, or if you just want to see the whole kit and caboodle, <laughs> um, you just can hit the hero collection. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah.
0: It's, it's, uh, I have a lot of fun going to the post office and, and checking the mail.
2: hmm. And there's,
0: there's always a package for my wife in there. It's clothing or shoes.
2: <laughs> anyway,
0: I'm, I'm getting used to that. I'm getting used to that. We talked about Rendezvous just a little bit, and uh, I want to mention that right now we have Rendezvous East that's taking place at the Circle E Guest Ranch uh, in June, and then Rendezvous West that's taking place near Bryce Canyon in Utah in September. And uh, we have a great lineup. We have three days of trail. That will be going on We have music concerts that are taking place We have vendors that are going to be there For your shopping In Tennessee, Richard Winters Is going to be hosting a clinic For two days And in uh, Trina Morris will be hosting a clinic For two days So you can visit our website Equestrianlegacy.net Go to the menu bar And check out Rendezvous 2021 you can get all the information. You can make your reservations from there and uh, find out everything that's going on. But uh, last year in Tennessee, we had 18 states that showed up, and that was in the middle of a pandemic, so that's not too bad. But you're going to have a great time, and you'll make friends that will last for a lifetime at Rendezvous East and West. And uh, so we're looking forward to being part of that again this year. Uh, what kind of thoughts of you guys, Bobby?
4: Well, um, you know, I have to pull him up again. Tomorrow is the birthday of Buffalo Bill Cody, born really? February 26th. Uh-huh, 1846. Actually, Levi Strauss was also born February 26th, but I I think a different year. a different year. Uh, but I have a quote <laughs> of Buffalo Bill. I was born to ride, born to survive. I do whatever it takes to get by yeah, I love to live. I'm not afraid to die because I was born, born, born to ride. Buffalo Bill Cody.
0: I like that. I like that. Well, it's been a fun time. We thank you for joining us today on Equestrian Legacy Radio Network for Campfire Cafe in Saddle of America. We'll be back again next Thursday, starting at noon Central Standard Time. And we will close out this show today with a great song that Mary Kay Holt did. It's called The Star. It's from her album Frontier. And we will see you next week on the radio, Bobby. Thanks for being with Alrighty. us.
4: All righty.
2: the stomp of boots bring your swagger this is how we gather don't fret about the world out there forget your Sunday morning care sometimes you need ya some strategic amnesia so meet me on the corner Madness merge together and the store on Saturday night. Then oh, the real uproar will commence as I clear the floor. It's time for dancing. How enchanting! The big bass thumps and the chandelier swing. Glassy eyes. Just twirls tipsy and things that's wild and woolly, the come to a folly. So meet me on the corner at midnight. Here is where the music and the madness merge together at the star on Saturday night. Rababadabadi, baddie
4: diddie
2: go. Rabadadi, baddie diddie go. Rabadi, baddie, baddie, And then, around 2 a.m., i glance your way and I'll take your hand, and into the night we go. Into the dark. Into melt into spring. But my fondest wish is that this year will bring us back to here. Dear. Under this red neon star from wherever you are, won't you meet me on the corner at midnight? Here is where the music and the madness merge together. At the star all settled in